founded Unity back in 2017 after building it inside of his fraternity and using it to run the fraternity for a while. Now they've scaled it out. They've made it a product. They've got about 50 customers paying 50 bucks a month. So call it 2,500 bucks a month right now in revenue. Again, just turned on that paywall here recently. They are break even really two full-time people right now. Uh, they've uh, they've bootstrapped the company except for a $90,000 raise from kind of friends and family uh, based in Germany. Too early to talk about some of the expansion metrics, gross uh, re- retention, all that jazz, but they have managed to scale by basically getting one customer inside a fraternity and then that member liked it. They bring on other organizations like their church or their company. And so that's how they scaled to date. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Sean McCauley. He's the CEO and co-founder of a company called Unity. Having worked as a web designer, developer, and enterprise software consultant, he now spends his days helping community leaders inspire action and members uh, find and follow their passion. He's always excited to talk to people passionate about building a better future, now building this company. Sean, are you ready to take us to the top? Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Nathan. You bet. Okay. So, so what actually, get, get, get specific with us for a second here. What does Unity do? So we're a private social networking platform for modern communities. So we help leaders engage their members and inspire action. Um, we work with communities and companies to create vibrant private networks, and we help them reach, connect, and activate more members. Okay. Um, members so being so- employees? Members can be employees or members of communities. So we work with uh, a lot of membership organizations in the third sector, um, as well as uh, companies uh, that have employees, of course, and even uh, with some, we're looking to work with some podcasts in the future. Oh, interesting. Um, Even their uh, listeners, right? So to create sort of an online private space uh, that's more intimate, where you can uh, have a direct interaction between members and leaders. So I see sports teams, fraternity sororities, nonprofits, political parties. Look, my default for this kind of thing right now is Facebook groups. What do you do different than Facebook groups? Exactly. Um, so I think we have actually a fundamental difference here. So it does a lot more than Facebook groups. It's a lot more expansive. So the, the an- analogy we like to use is that it's sort of like a community operating system. So, you know, you have um, OS X, you have Linux and Windows are sort of personal operating systems. What we created is sort of the ultimate tool set for an online community. Um, so not only is it a private uh, online social administrative network where you can interact, post uh, uh, content, write articles, post videos, and manage all your members, but you also have tools for integrative suite of tools for organizational design, internal communications, member engagement, knowledge sharing, and community outreach. Got it. Full-fledged SaaS platform? Absolutely. That's great. Give me a give me a general sense. I'm sure you have a lot of different customer cohorts, but on average, what's, what's a company or organization going to pay you per year for this? Um, so there's a lot of variance there. Um, we released, we started charging this August. Okay. We released a standard plan for $49 a month. We like Jason Fried's uh, advice. Um, and after that started to grow, we started to get some bigger organizations. We started, we introduced a plan about a month and a half ago called the plus plan for 449 a month. And now after we received some, uh, inbound requests from fortune 100 companies, we're introducing an in- uh, enterprise plan, which will go anywhere from two to $20,000 a month. Okay. So would you fair to say though, for now, a good average is maybe 50 bucks a month, something like that. Yeah, between fifty and hundred dollars a month. Yeah, that's great. I I want to break more into kind of how you so quickly kind of identify the need for a, you know tiers that are higher and how you kind of put pricing actives around that. Before we do that though, I want to kind of put this on a timeline. So you said you just launched pricing in August. Did you also launch the company this year, or when did the company launch? So we launched the company last year in May, and we released our open preview this April. I think we had thirteen users the first month, and we. <laughs> uh, <laughs> We kept growing, iterating, making product improvements. We released uh, two additional products uh, this summer. Um, and then the last couple of months, our growth has really started to pick up. We recently hit uh, 50 communities uh, that are actively using it. Over 10,000 members. just to be clear, those are 50, those are actual paying customers or free users? 
those are customers. Okay. Those okay. Great. They're pay- so, you know, sometimes people fudge those lines. I just want to give you credit where credit's due. You've got 50 paying customers and you were about to say how many seats before I cut you off. How many users? Exactly. About 200 per community, but that's growing right now. That's great. So, so are they typically starting with 200 right at the start or are they starting with like 10 members and then they're kind of adding on over time? Well, I think where you're trying, where you're probably looking to go, because I've listened to a few of your other podcasts, is sort of the North Star metric, right? So when, at what point do communities start to actually use it? Or what part does it start to uh, become part of the organization? Um, so similar to Facebook's, uh, I think it was seven friends rule. Yep. Um, you tend to notice that between 12 to 15 people using the uh, uh, using it for their community um, is sort of the uh, crux. Point. Over, so over what, you know, another critical element of that Facebook metric is they have to do that in the first seven days that they're onboarded. So what's your time metric? Over about a month and a half. So okay. communities work a little bit slower. And it usually happens that uh, there's one early adopter that uh, in, uh, invites his leadership team. Then they invite some of their active members between 10 and 20 people. And then when they start using it, then they invite the rest of their members. Got it. Okay. So 50 people, 50 organizations right now paying about call it between 50 and bucks per month. You're north of kind of 2,500 per month at this point. Yes, we should hit a uh, uh, hundred thousand annual recurring revenue at the first part of next year. That's great. So that would be about, you know, eight, nine, uh, a grand a month, something like that. Yep. That's great. And then a year ago you were at nothing, right? Cause you just launched it. Yep. That's good. Exactly. That's, that's what they call infinite growth. Only time you'll be able to say that, right? So embrace it. That, uh, that sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Really what's, what's been the number one growth channel? How'd you get these first 50 customers? Well, the story that we hear most is it's mostly through inbound referral. I mean, all through actually, we have no paid advertising and no sales and marketing activities. Otherwise um, it's just through using the existing customers that we've had, you know, the first through came through family and friends, word of mouth. Um, well, and Sean, just, drill down there. Sorry. Tell me, the, tell me the first sure. one. So the first one was our fraternity where we worked together, ah. where we uh, actually met all the, all the founders um, and uh, worked together to run the fraternity for over f- uh, five years. Um, was this your fraternity? Were you part of it? What's that? Was this your fraternity, like at your college fraternity? Yes, this is one of the fraternities over here. And that's where our founding team met. And that's what we ran uh, together for uh, four and a half years. Um, and this is what, sort of what we created the platform for. And through that, it started to spread. So a classic case we'll hear is a member really liked it and saw the value that it could also add for their church and they'll bring their church on. Um, and then we've had the case, for example, that a member of that church is also works at a Fortune 100 company and wants to use it for their innovation networks that they're building. So that's usually, that's how we've been growing until now. Okay, Top Tribe, many of you ask me all the time, how did I get my website up so fast, so quickly, and why is it doing so well? The answer is simple. I use HostGator.com to keep the thing cranking along. They've got a 45-day money-back guarantee, which is great. I used their free website builder to get the site up because it's ideal for WordPress. It's just what I use. They've got 4,500 templates and a free e-commerce plugin as well and 24-7 support, which we love, right? We love that. I bug the hell out of them. They always get back to me. So I've got you 30% off along with $100 in free AdWords credit. To grab it, just go to HostGator.com forward slash Nathan, but you got to do it now. Again, HostGator.com forward slash Nathan. For people that are just listening to the show as they're driving to work, they're gonna they're, they're still gonna be wondering, okay, when if I why are people using this on a daily basis over something like like a Facebook groups, right? So can you maybe point to like one or two very specific features that you have that just that you see get the highest usage rate among your paying customers that groups don't have? 
right? So when you set up to build a community or even a podcast, you have to use a, a lot of different tools to do that. You can set up a Facebook group, you set up a MailChimp account, you might have to set up Stripe, uh, you set up just a host of different uh, platforms and products to actually help you run your community. We bring all those tools together and make you easy, make it easy to set it up and to reach your members. One of the big things that we've replaced within organizations is actually their mailing lists uh, feature. So mailing lists like you would have with your web server, we completely replace. We replace the need to actually create a new domain and create an email address and manage that for each member. So with Unity, you create your community once. Every member can add all their contact methods, how they'd want to be reached. And then choose specifically what kind of content they want to reach and how they want to receive that content. And then administrators just go on the platform and they can send a message, for example, if your podcast was on the platform, you maybe would have a topic that was uh, cryptocurrencies. And you could send a message right away to all these subscribers of cryptocurrencies. And that would go out as an email and an SMS to all the subscribers just in the way that they want to receive that message. Interesting. Uh, What's team size today? We are at five people. Five people. So Full and, and remote? We are <laughs> all in Germany right now. All okay. in Munich. Got it. So, okay. Five people, Germany. And have you bootstrapped the company or raised? We raised a family and friends around last year of $90,000. Sorry, how and much? We've got 90000 And 90. we bootstrapped up until now. That's great. Okay. So, so 90,000 friends and family, uh, boot, you know, bootstrapped uh, outside of that. Are you cash flow positive today or no? Still trying to work towards that? We are, but only because we're bootstrapped. Yeah. Well, I was going to so say, so tell me, tell me about that. Cause if you have five people, obviously you can't cover five salaries on 3000 bucks a month in revenue. Right. Not all five, uh, five people are working uh, 100% of the time on it right now. Um, that's only two of us right now. And you know, you usually hear the term, uh, ramen profitable, right? Um, we like to call it schnitzel profitable here in Munich. <laughs> <laughs> so that's sort of where we are right now. And talk to me about uh, churn. Have you lost any customers? We have not. We okay, have not. maybe too too early for some of the economics metrics. Um, very good. So, so I mean, where do you get your next five thousand customers from? All of our leads uh, right now just from inbound uh, and referrals, and we believe that. Uh, uh, we can continue to grow through that channel significantly, um, but we're doing something else um, that I think might be interesting to you and your listeners as well. Um, instead of building up a traditional sales team, um, like many SaaS companies might do, um, we're actually going to go a little bit the other direction, and we're going to we're building a program right now called the Unity Ambassador Program, and it's already started a couple of weeks ago. Um, so basically, um, we are training ordinary people um, to be product evangelists people who really like the pl- uh, platform, who have already gotten to know it through existing communities. And we are training them to sell it back to other organizations that they're a part of or can sell to. Um, so we show them how to use it and they sell it to their uh, other organizations and they get a cut of the recurring revenue. What so they cut? Get 30% uh, of the recurring revenue of a customer. Sean, you said 30%? 20 to 30% based 20. on how many sales they've made. Got it. And is this a kind of a campus ambassador program? You're doing this on camp college campuses to fraternities and sororities first? Um, not necessarily. This will be across uh, industries and both in the third sector, so the nonprofit sector, um, and within the private sector. Um, already uh, had a couple companies come through that channel um, as well as community. So interesting. Good. So so CAC today, you're not. It sounds like you're not doing a lot of paid spend. It's again the church person that brings on their company that then brings on their soccer team. You're looking right. now at maybe paying kind of a twenty or thirty percent kickback on the campus ambassador program. You have had sales come through that program already. 
Yes. Oh, that's great. Okay, very good. So even if you do pay out twenty to thirty percent of that monthly kind of kind of fee, obviously you're still kind of cash flow positive on that account from day one. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And it's nice because there's no initial setup cost to build a sales team, for example. Yeah. So what? What? Why did the people go through the training in the first place? I mean, you obviously you have to sell them on like the future upside, basically. Right. Well, I think what they notice is usually it'll be someone that uh, I've met, talked to somewhere, um, and we'll show the product. And uh, because we've worked so hard on the product, we've created something that's truly uh, very unique and different than anything else that's out there, especially in the sector. And people, people notice the value in it right away for all the organizations they've ever been a part of. And we've had, for example, people that have come back to us and said, you know, I think I can go and use this to transform the way music studios will work today or transform the way that um, companies do recruiting and retention. I think I can build a use case around that. And then they become an ambassador. Yeah, it is nerve wracking to me, though, to look at a company that's that that you don't have scale yet, but you have so many different vector focuses like workplaces, fraternities, nonprofit, because there are mammoth companies competing in each of those individual verticals. Like, for example, Ministry Brands does this really well for churches. Uh, There's a lot of nonprofit focused ones. Facebook at work, right, is is like doing this for workplaces. Like, how do you compete with all these at once? So it'll be interesting to see if you're if kind of this kind of all in one approach works. It'll be fun to track you. In the meantime, though, Sean, let's wrap up here with the Famous five. Uh, number one, what's your favorite business book? Zero to one. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? I think Owen McCabe at Intercom is doing a great job right now. Number three, what billing tool do you guys use? Billing tool, Stripe. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Four to six. Okay. That's not, not great, by the way. It's fine for this phase. I'm sure. it, it works. All right. And uh, what's your situation? Married, single kids? I'm 23 and single. Okay, no kid, uh, not married and uh, 23. Good, last question. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? I wish I would have started yoga sooner. Uh, well, yoga. Why? Because it's a great way to relax and it's a great workout and uh, was never the, never the weightlifter guy. And that was uh, that's become a great way to relieve stress and work out at the same time. Guys, start yoga sooner. He founded Unity back in 2017 after building it uh, inside of his fraternity and using it to run the fraternity for a while. Now they've scaled it out. They've made it a product. They've got about 50 customers paying 50 bucks a month. So call it 2,500 bucks a month right now in revenue. Again, just turned on that paywall here recently. They are break even, really two full-time people right now. Uh, they've uh, they've bootstrapped the company except for a $90,000 raise from kind of friends and family uh, based in Germany. Too early to talk about some of the expansion metrics, gross uh, re- retention, all that jazz, but they have managed to scale by basically getting one customer inside a fraternity and then that member liked it they bring on other organizations like their church or their company and so that's how they scaled to date sean thanks so much for taking us to the top thanks nathan